Good morning and welcome to the weekend. This is Money Talk Extra on Radio 3, your weekly look at personal finance. I'm Peter Lewis. It's coming up to holiday season and you might be preparing to go on a family holiday. To help you get the most out of it, I'm going to explore some ways in which you can save on holiday expenses. Jimmy Lamb is going to tackle the difficult topic of drugs and discover some of the ways it has impacted the life of a Money Talk Extra listener. And in our investment segment, I'll ask how we can try and spot bubbles in the financial markets and avoid the potentially high costs from when they burst. As always, I'd like to hear from you. If you have a question or maybe would like one of our experts to help with your personal financial situation, then please email moneytalk at rthk.hk. If you want to listen to this programme again or find out more about some of the topics discussed, then please take a look at our Facebook page, Money Talk Extra, on RTHK Radio 3. It's the time of year when many people are planning or preparing to go on an overseas holiday for the summer. Holiday prices are inflated, so saving money on an overseas trip is even more important. Here now to give some smart tips on how to make the most of your travel budget is David Kneebone, General Manager of the Investor Education Centre. Good morning, David. Good morning, Peter. Let's start with one of the biggest costs in a travel budget, airfares. How do I save money on my plane ticket? Well, hopefully if you are planning to travel now, you made the plan some time ago. So because, of course, at this point in school holiday season, airfares are quite expensive as they are around Chinese New Year, Christmas and other key holiday moments in the Hong Kong calendar. So the key thing is really to plan ahead. There's some magnificent deals. There's some magnificent Facebook groups as well that we've heard of now that uh, sometimes are available amongst friends, others associated with different travel agencies that do have wonderful deals. Some other quick tips around air travel. I'd suggest if you can, don't try and travel on a weekend, especially a Friday night. Flights go up, travel on a weekday, come back on a weekday if your holiday schedule will allow you to do that. Um, But the key thing is go forward, plan ahead. And what about travelling light? I've noticed that airlines these days seem to be charging more and more for almost everything, including luggage that's over the limit. So presumably it's important to try and keep it down. Very good point, especially if you're going on a low-cost airline. Uh, you will be charged extra for different bags, um, even on and some major airlines as well. Of course, once you go over the limit, and the charges are extraordinary. I myself got done just last mm. week <laughs> for only being one or two kilos over on a flight back from um, the South Pacific. But uh, if you can get, if you can go on with just hand luggage, particularly if it's a short haul flight, do so. You're more likely to ch- um, basically save money. Now, hotels is another big cost. How do I save on my holiday accommodation? Well, don't just check out hotels. Do check out the many other options. Certainly many of the people I talked to and considering this segment had benefited from different online house letting websites uh, where they, and one person said to me recently in Paris, they had got uh, a two-bedroom apartment for the same price as their friends had for a 15-square-metre apartment. Now, Paris is one of those cities that's really expensive. Hong Kong's not dissimilar. But um, do look at the various options that you've got and see if they're, if they're right for you and your family. Now, these days, we live in the gig economy, the sharing economy. Is it worth considering maybe a, a holiday swap? If I, if I live somewhere that's maybe quite attractive in Hong Kong, swapping with someone else overseas and see if we can save money that way. Personally, I think that's a brilliant option because you can usually swap for free. <laughs> um, getting the right conditions, of course, is key. Um, mm. If you want a car, uh, make sure you've got a car to trade, if that's what that person wants as well. 
Um, there, are, there are some interesting stories around house swappings. It, it doesn't always work, but I think it's well worth exploring. From a purely financial perspective, it's a great opportunity. Now, travel insurance, there's a confusingly wide range of policies, aren't there, with all sorts of different terms and different prices. How do you navigate your way through this and get a good deal? Well, the first thing to do is shop around um, and don't just take the first deal offered and don't just take the deal potentially that your credit card company or your bank is sponsoring. Do look closely at the terms and conditions and make sure that your policy covers trip cancellation due to events such as death, serious illness, family members' travel evacuation, theft and loss of personal items. There's some really key things that you need to check and not all policies do cover that. It's often you'll find that terrorism is excluded or natural disasters are excluded, which can be quite a hassle, as you could imagine. But do look at the policy very, very closely and as you should do with the purchase of any financial product or service. But travel insurance policies can be quite variable. So check carefully on the essential things. Yes. Are there age limits on some policies as well that you should be aware of? Um, There are age limits. Um, uh, Yes, particularly when you're travelling with elders, I'm afraid. Um, And in some cases we've heard with very young children. So, again, be aware and make sure that the policy you've got suits your family group or yourself, depending on the um, variables that you've got that affect you. Now, one of the biggest shocks I often find when I get home from an oversized trip is my mobile phone bill and just how expensive it is to use a mobile phone abroad. How do I make savings there? Two options. One, um, pick up a Wi-Fi rental service maybe here in Hong Kong before you leave. Um, Two, buy a local SIM card when you get to the destination and put it in your phone. Now, what's worth doing is look at traveller forums and see what they recommend for the destination you're going to. What's best not to do is just assume that all will be okay because sometimes you can be hit, as you noted, with some rather high data roaming charges, amongst other things, leave alone the call charges. So it's worth just giving your provider a call. It's worth also um, looking at traveller forums and blogs and just getting some tips about the destination you're going to. Mm. Now, I've arrived in my destination. I Mm. want to get around transportation costs. That can be another expense, can't it? How do I save on that when I'm in a foreign country? Um, Well, research. I mean, you've got this. We're we're so lucky here in Hong Kong, and that we've got this magnificent airport express service that brings us all into the city, for a reasonably low cost compared to a taxi. Not all destinations have that, of course, but look at what's available. Um, Really, do you need to get a taxi to the hotel you're staying at? Could you get the airport bus? Dramatic difference in cost. Mm. (laughs) Of course, you may prefer a rental car. It may be right for you. And if you've got four or five people, that could be a wonderful option. Again, what you need to do, as with any um, of the the conversations we've had, is do your homework. And what about if I want to rent a car? That can be quite expensive, can't it, in a Mm -hmm. a foreign country. But there are ways in which you can try and save some money on that as well. It can. There's some very innovative ways, particularly in places like France, in terms of <laughs> car purchase to rental and, and various other things. So um, I, th- I think, again, unfortunately, we, we probably don't have time to go through the, the, all the different variables, but it's worth checking out some of the differences. Don't assume that, for example, if you did one thing in the United States, it will still apply to Canada. And don't assume that um, the laws in Singapore are the same as in Malaysia. They are not. The costs are incredibly different. The insurance demands are very, very different if you rent a car. And the, 
as I, as I keep saying, there's, there's many, many variables. So it's worth doing your homework and worth researching. And finally, foreign currency. That can be a big hidden cost, can't mm, it? Mm, the cost mm. of buying and selling currency, particularly if you do it in an airport. It is important to go to a reputable organisation. I personally like to change money with my bank here in Hong Kong before I travel, if I can. And I don't do it a lot. I'm more used to personally using... Um, my own ATM card with, again, a reputable provider in the country I'm going to. Now, I'm afraid that I'm going back to the the same point I've made a few times, which is doing your homework first and making sure that you're not... um, or that that provider is available to you once you get to a, a destination. If you take a place like Bali, for example, somewhere where so many Hong Kongers have gone for holidays, in Thailand, there are many, many, many uh, foreign currency operators that exist in primary holiday spots. Um, Not all are good. Not all have great rates. um, And many of the advertised rates have many hidden costs associated with them. So do your homework. Figure out where the best options may be. And it's not necessarily always with a major bank. Thanks, David. You're very welcome. That's David Kneebone, who's General Manager of the Hong Kong Investor Education Centre. And here's one extra tip from me to save money on holiday. Talk to the locals. Not only is it fun and you'll meet new people and learn a lot about the place you're staying in, but they will often be a great source of knowledge for places to eat and stay and will have some good money-saving ideas.